Welcome to the Wagner Ministries International Podcast. As you listen to this message, our prayer is that you would be motivated and empowered to follow Christ and lead others to Him. Enjoy. God bless you, my friends. This is Evangelist Kevin Wagner, founder of Wagner Ministries International, welcoming you to our podcast today. On our last podcast, we saw the choosing of the first seven deacons and the way that division of labor and delegation of responsibility work to help the infant church grow and thrive. We saw that God's plan for reaching our community and the world is for every Christian to be active in their area of giftedness, and that it really is only when this mighty army of lay people like yourselves begin functioning in this way that we will be able to make a sizable impact on our world for Jesus. Well, let's review a bit some of the people we've met in the first six chapters of Acts so far. Of course, there's Peter, that mighty man of God. There was Ananias, who was struck down by the judgment of God. There was Gamaliel, the revered rabbi who may have secretly loved the Lord, but was too afraid to go public. And then we have three names of men that Luke just kind of slips into his narrative. He doesn't elaborate much on them. He just slips them in to prepare us when we meet them further on down the road in Acts. One of these men is Barnabas, who we met in chapter 4. I told you to remember his name because he'll soon be coming up in a big way. And then last week, Luke briefly introduced us to two more men who would end up having a big impact for God, Stephen and Philip. We'll be getting to know Philip better in a few weeks, but today we get to know Stephen. Here's how Luke introduced these two men last week. They were chosen as deacons. The Bible says they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, also Philip. So last week, Stephen was described as a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. This week, we hear, him e we hear even more about him. I'll read it to you starting in chapter 6, verse 8. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, from members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia, who began to argue with Stephen. But they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. Then they secretly persuaded some men to say, We have heard Stephen speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. So they stirred up the people and the elders and the teachers of the law. They seized Stephen and brought him before the Sanhedrin. They produced false witnesses who testified, This fellow never stops speaking against this holy place and against the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs Moses handed down for us. All who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen, and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Stephen was likely born in the Greek-speaking world. His name was of Greek origin, and you'll notice that his ministry was done among Greek-speaking Jews in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem at that time, there were some 460 synagogues, many catering to different ethnic communities. 
And it was to these synagogues that Stephen would go day after day to try and persuade his fellow countrymen to follow Jesus Christ. This is the first time in Acts that a significant break was being made between Judaism and Christianity. It was Stephen who drove the initial wedge between Judaism and Christianity, as he rightly realized that the way of Jesus is radically and fundamentally different from the way of Moses. And on our next podcast, we'll see where this wedge driving got him. I want you to realize today that Stephen was a layman. He was not one of the 12 apostles, specially ordained by Jesus. Rather, he was commissioned as a deacon to specialize in mercy ministries. I am telling you, it is the power of the layman or woman that will shake this world for Jesus. Here is an example of it. Stephen was used by God mightily, even though he didn't have any special seminary training or ordination papers. God doesn't need those things to use you. What God does need is what Stephen had, excitement, passion, and desire to be used mightily by the Holy Ghost. Stephen simply loved Jesus and wanted to see other people get saved. In fact, Stephen wanted this so badly that he did everything he could to persuade his countrymen to receive Christ. In verse 13, his enemies said, this fellow never stopped speaking. That was because he was so excited about Jesus Christ, salvation and heaven, that he had to tell his friends about it. How about you? Are you someone so excited about Jesus that people say, this fellow never stops speaking? Or are you someone so indifferent to Jesus that people say, this fellow never starts speaking? The kingdom of God, the church, your church, will advance with the first type of person, but it will go nowhere but down with the second. You play a crucial role in the advancement of the kingdom of God. Do you have the excitement, passion, and desire to be a player in the move of God today? Or are you content to merely be a spectator? Stephen's ministry was very short-lived. It probably lasted only a few weeks, maybe months at the most. And yet God blessed it with much fruit. Jesus himself only had a three-year ministry, and no one ever accomplished more. The Bible says that Queen Esther was in her position of power for such a time as this to save her people. History is filled with examples of people who have short careers, a brief time in the limelight, but whose accomplishments are enduring. You know, it only took one week in September of 1972 for Paul Henderson to become a Canadian hockey legend, even though the rest of his career was just average. In 1980, Ken Taylor, an unknown Canadian diplomat, rescued the American hostages in Iran and became a hero earning the enduring thanks of one nation and the enduring pride of another. But who had heard of him before or since? Stephen's ministry was short, but on our next podcast, even more clearly, we will see how in his brief time in the limelight, God used his excited faith to bring about an epochal event. 
You may feel nameless and faceless right now in the big scheme of things, even in God's eyes. But I want to encourage you that God may be preparing you for a time, a brief, strategic time of great impact. Be encouraged today. God does want to use all of you listening today. And if your time hasn't yet come, it will if you want it to. If you have the passion, if you have the desire, if you have the excitement to be used by God to touch people for Jesus, the Holy Spirit will use you to do that. And almost always in a way bigger than you have ever asked or imagined. I encourage you, my friends, with all my heart today to kindle your passion, your desire and excitement for Jesus and the things of God today. There's no telling what adventure the Holy Spirit will take you on when you do. And that, my friends, is why the Lord has left you on earth to participate in the great adventure of life, taking the eternal life that Jesus Christ has given you and bringing it to multitudes of others who are so desperately longing for it. As always, my friends, I look so forward to our next podcast where we will move further into the book of Acts as the Holy Spirit uses His Word to help us walk daily in the power of God. Have a blessed day in Jesus. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. For more information regarding Wagner Ministries International, go to wagnerministries.org. And if you need prayer for anything, please email us at prayer at wagnerministries.org. God bless.